0: Rodney Jane here. With the holiday period over, Baked Beans Month is back at Bob Jane T Buy three, get the fourth tyre absolutely free on selected Bridgestone, Yokohama, and Goodyear tyres. Plus, up to $150 instant cash back on a range of Goodyear, Dunlop, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Michelin tyres. Alloy wheels from only $125, and tyres from just $69, all with our best tyre price guarantee. We'll look after you.
1: Test sees apply.
0: Been coming for a long time. These two do not like each other. There are two parts of the story, it's all yeah. the red flag. This is a suspended uh, race.
1: Hey, it's the Parked Up Podcast. We are powered by Race Fuels. I'm Graham Rowley. I'm joined by no one, but I have four awesome guests for you today. In a very, very busy period of Australian motorsport, we just saw an awesome Bathurst 12 hour happen. Uh, last weekend really great to see top level Motorsport return the uh, the race Tasmania down at Simmons Plains it's not too far away Newcastle isn't too far away either that's only a couple of weeks after uh, and all these Gen 3 cars are testing it's uh you can absolutely smell it it's in the air Motorsport is back it's 2023 and we're uh, absolutely ready to go so uh, in this episode I spoke to Ben and Jason Barguana. some huge news came out. Uh, just uh, just yesterday about Ben Barguana and uh, Jason going overseas for a uh, for a two round effort in the uh, TCR Europe series, which will uh, count as part of the TCR World Tour. Uh, and Ben's going over to make his international touring car debut. So uh, really cool to see a young Aussie moving up through the ranks and and uh, and and having a go at something different. He's also going to do TCR Australia as well. So plenty of driving, plenty to talk about with those two guys. Uh, and um, while my good friend Mark Fogarty from Parked Up Plus, of course, that's every Monday afternoon, uh, while he was up at Winton watching some new Gen 3 cars go around, he caught up with Thomas Randall, legend, Declan Fraser, future legend. Uh, and they uh, they had a chat to folks um, to talk about what they were doing up at Winton and uh, how their season prep is going. So a whole bunch of young guns, plus uh, Jason Barguana, former young gun, uh, here on Parked Up today. So, hey, let's just get into it. Ben Barguana on Parked Up. He is getting ready for a uh, a really cool thing in 2023. Ben Barguana at GRM, and you've just unveiled your 2023 TCR Peugeot. Nice new burst and stickers all over it. You're going to take those burst and stickers and race in two rounds over at Portimao in Portugal, and you're also going to race at Spa in Belgium. This is awesome. Oh, I mean.
2: Just listening to you say that, it's like, far out, this is happening. I mean, it's so cool. Look, we got we got the opportunity to go race overseas, mix it with the Europeans. Like, it's just, it's unreal. And to have on board, uh, I, like, I can't thank them enough for their support. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll go see what we can do, have Red Hot Crack, and we'll probably learn a whole lot when we come back to Australia. So it's
1: going to be awesome. <laughs> Lots of questions for me to ask here, but I guess the first one is spa a rouge yeah. and look i know it's not going to be in a formula one car but it's still the tcr so they'll get up and go going down that hill and it'll, i reckon that's going to be pretty cool
2: oh yeah i mean i'm just getting goosebumps talking about it so it's going to be interesting to see i mean looking back at past results teddy's won there in a peugeot so it gives us good hope but look there's a lot to learn before we start looking at race wins um, but, yeah, those guys over there are really fast. And there's obviously a lot of new generation cars. The Peugeot's starting to get a bit outdated. But, look, we'll give it our best crack. We can fight in that top 10, 15.
1: You know, we're we're going to have a red-hot crack and see what we can do. So in terms of the uh, TCR world rankings, it's a new thing. It's kind of replaced all the uh, world touring cars and, and the WSC have, have... Taking it on, and uh, now every time you jump in your TCR car, doesn't matter if it's here in Australia at Simmons Plains or if it is going to be over in Spa or wherever, you're going to earn these world rankings points. Now, these world rankings points are important because it'll help you qualify for the final, uh, which will probably be held at the start of 2024 somewhere. You're going to get two extra events, plus those two extra events you're doing are double points because they're world tour events. You're basically guaranteeing yourself regardless of how you go in Australia, a chance to compete in that world final. So uh, the the world finals or the world cup. So was that part of uh, the the thing to to make sure that you can go and compete for the the biggest prize in touring car racing? Absolutely. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. Um, But yeah,
2: look, we want to get invited. We want to go race. We want to be in that final. Stephen Brabriot, Win the final, whatever. <laughs> but look, uh, yeah, we want to get invited, um, and that was our plan. So to do those overseas events, to get more points, and that world ranking's cool. It's really cool to see, you know, where you sit in the world. It's kind of like all those American sports players that look at their ratings on video games and things. Like, you know, we go racing and then look where we ranked. Um, so that's really cool. It's it's just another feature to this, te- you know, this TCR format and I think it gets fans excited you know you can watch your favorite drivers where they sit where they are and then if yeah look if you pay attention to where the drivers are in that top 45 ranking and if they get invited or not so we want to be invited that's our plan
1: <laughs> excellent okay so Portimao uh will be the first well actually Simmons Plains is the first and then your second TCR race will be over in Portugal um how much sim work are you doing in the lead up to this, to get yourself going, or you're just watching a whole bunch of old MotoGP races? There is smoke coming off my sim, it is being <laughs>
2: used that much at the moment. Um, but yeah, look, I'll be flat out on the sim, YouTube videos, everything. And I'm sure Teddy will help us out with videos and things like that. But you know, look, I, I'm going to do everything I can to be as prepared as I can for when I go overseas because it's very foreign to me, it's a new track new competition, everything. So, But the good thing is we do have Tasmania, so I do get a round of experience on the new tyre, um, and that will make me feel a bit more comfortable, especially being in the Peugeot as well. That's a car I'm very familiar with now, so there is a bit of comfort there, but,
1: you know, it's a whole new world. So you take, you say your dad will go over as well. Uh, do you take an engineer, or do you use some of Clare Sport's uh, engineers?
2: Look, we'll probably figure it out. Um, my engineer, Lucas, said, can you bring me over? <laughs> <Of course. laughs> um, but, yeah, look, we'll probably figure that out and see what happens. Um, we're still early days in the discussion, so um, we are confirmed. But, yeah, look, we're just fi- sorting out the finer details, what that means, engineers, things like that. Um, but I'm assuming it would probably be an engineer over there, similar to how Aaron went over and drove for Teddy. Um, yeah, it wasn't one of our engineers here, so we'll see what happens.
1: Okay, so big year for you, TCR Australia, a couple of races overseas, uh, Bathurst 6-hour as well. You're going to return with your cousin Jude in the Audi, try and get a uh, class win, I'd imagine, is the, is the goal? Yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, last year we wanted a class win, but uh, three blown tyres, a drive-through penalty, it didn't quite help that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, we've tuned the um, Audi up a bit. We've made it a bit better, well, as much as you can. Um, we've just made it so it can make the, make the six hours as far, you know, um, well. But yeah, look, we're going to do that again. It's one of our favourite events. We get the whole family involved and we just have a really great weekend
1: and that's you know we love doing it gets a race with my cousin that's awesome <laughs> yeah. those that event is absolutely tailor-made for family motorsport and uh yeah there's more barguanas in pit lane than there are uh, anyone else <laughs> um okay look I'm, I'm just looking at the tcr car uh, it looks pretty good in its new uh, lick of stickers not like a paint anymore yeah, yeah. how do you think you're gonna go this year tough field again in tcr you've got three grm Peugeot teammates you know what they've got. What's your expectations?
2: Look, we want to fight for the championship, absolutely. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, We've just improved every year, and this year I think we're ready to take on the fight. Um, But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to who wants it most, and there's three other guys in the exact same machinery, so uh, I've got no no excuses when it comes to the car, and they're going to be fighting it out as hard as they can. We know Aaron Cameron and Jordan Cox, they're just weapons of things in these things, so um, look, we're going to have to fight hard, Everyone's competition level is stepping up. It has every year. Every car last year was a lot faster than the year before and it's gonna be the same this year, so. We're just gonna do our best. Um, and look, we can't afford DNFs. That's that's just kills you in this championship. And that's what killed me last year, so.
1: Uh, I heard you uh, just during the launch, uh, here at GRM that you'd said you might have stepped up some training as well, get, uh, get yourself nice and fit. You've got lots of races to stay race fit, but uh, what have you changed in the off-season to get the body right?
2: Um, look, we know an MMA fighter uh, local to us, so we thought we'd uh, try a bit of boxing training and things like that, which has been really good. It's hard, it's hard stuff, and I certainly don't punch back well <laughs> as he does. But, um, look, it's been really good. That's some of the best fitness I've done doing some of the boxing stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I just have to step up to another level this year and I've got no, no other option. That's it. I have to be the absolute best I can be, especially if I'm going to be mixing it overseas and mixing it back here with these guys to win a championship.
1: So if you can't beat them on the track, you'll just be able to kick them in the head. Is that kind of the thing? Hopefully
2: I haven't quite got the punches right yet, so
1: oh. I'm not doing that well. Okay. <laughs> so no, so no kicking. Um, we've got a, uh, a similar list of drivers that we can look out for a couple of new cars coming in TCR as well who's the one you're kind of looking out for is going to be the one that might uh, stick it to you
2: look I think it's hard to say I mean I think these the three other Peugeots is gonna be really hard to beat this year um, but look we've seen it every single round there's always a different winner there's always a different guy up the front um, but look I think Hyundai's are always fast the Honda's are fast these new Audis are a fast car, so it's going to be hard. I think Zach Suda is going to be up there and fighting well. I think, yeah, I think there's another Audi somewhere. It's, you know, those Audis are fast. Um, but it's just going to be who can be consistent, who can make the least mistakes yep. and, yeah, avoid those DNFs. So it could literally be anyone. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Ben. And he's obviously excited. He's going to go over and race some TCR cars overseas. And he's got his TCR program here in Australia. But if you think he's excited, then his dad, as we know, one of the most excitable characters that we've ever seen in the sport, uh, he's really pumped as well. He's not going to get to drive. Uh, and as you might find out, um, yeah, I'd be careful if I was Ben when he goes to the toilet in the morning of the uh, first practice session. He is Jason. Jason Barguana, your son is going to go and compete in two rounds of international touring car racing. Probably something you were a little bit jealous of, I
3: could only imagine. Oh, very proud. Both mum and I, uh, Deb and I, very proud. But yes, extremely jealous. When we uh, we were able to put this together, it looked like it was going to happen. And then the thought of uh, Ben racing around something like Spa and uh, and Algarve, amazing. So, you know, I mean, as a kid, I grew up and watched, you know, Brock and Grice and those guys battle it out spa 24 hour and stuff formula one no rouge we've watched it over the years and it's one of the circuits around the world that i always want to have a crack at he's going to get to go or i'm going to watch but it will be there so it'll be great cool I,
1: I, at the uh, launch today here at gary rogers motorsport you talked about locking him in a toilet uh and um at least you wouldn't have to change the name on the uh, side or the window of the car <laughs>
3: correct yeah he might he might want to stay away from me that morning i might actually uh, yeah make sure there's a a lock on the toilet door and, and uh, keep him in there and uh, yeah, no. so look obviously it'd be very exciting for him um, you know we, we did talk about even going over and doing a bit of a track day at Spa as well but that all just was getting a bit too hard and the dates and things um, and I thought at least if we're gonna do that I'm having a drive then but in this case no. we uh, we better protect him look after him um, and uh, let him have a crack at something like that look we we know it's gonna be tough we know it's gonna be uh, a very competitive environment you're talking about the best of the best in touring car racing in terms of TCR around the world. So from our point of view, we're going with a Peugeot. We're going with a team that can be successful with a Peugeot. But a good top 15 result will be great. But when they come here, we've got that, uh, that hopefully advantage against our blokes. We know what's going on and we can uh, hopefully compete at the top level when they arrive at Bathurst.
1: Hundreds and thousands of elements to put all of this together. How long has it been in the works to get... Ben to uh, to be in these two events and not only that but you're also uh, sort of managing your seven round Australian TCR campaign as well.
3: That's right and we're also doing the Bathurst six hour um, with Burston and Ben and young Jude so it's a pretty complex campaign we have got some other plans later in the year as well that are coming together but look to be honest part of our reason to go down the TCR road and really pursue this a little bit was the lure of international opportunities and you know i mean VA supercar is fantastic we all know that we all watch it we love it um but this international formula gives you a chance to go and do these types of events and move up through uh uh, you know obviously a, a career opportunity so we've been targeting this for a couple of years the reality is that when it became clear that the world tour and the format and the way and the accessibility we sort of really stepped up the program and said how can we do this how can we achieve it we sat down with our partners we put deals together we've We've counted every finger on every hand three times we've managed to crack open every piggy bank and put this deal together with some sponsors and uh, and we're having a go so it's going to be uh, it's going to be quite exciting
1: your pioneers for the australians uh, for for one of us to go over there and do this particularly in this new era of tcr world tour world rankings and uh, all those things that make up this new world post uh, wtcr Do you think that others will look to see what you've done and uh, think about it for next year, maybe even for one or two this year?
3: I hope so. I hope that there's more uh, younger guys, even the older guys, that, that aspire to go and compete at the world level. I mean... Um, We saw Aaron go last year with the Peugeot to the World Motorsport Games. That was fantastic. Great for him, great for Australian, great for all these young guys. Now to compete at the World Tour event, um, I don't know if anyone else is going to do it, but at this stage it looks like we're going to be the first and uh, and it's very exciting. So I I hope that others do find a way to do it because that's the beauty of a formula like this, um, that you do have the ability to jump in a car on the other side of the world and know it, be familiar with it. We're on the same tyre, which is critical. Uh, So it's about learning the circuits and and then competing with the best around the world. And if we can wear a bit of green and gold and and represent Australia at the same time, uh, how exciting is that?
1: And a couple of cool little nostalgic pieces. You mentioned the Brock, Moffat, world touring car, European touring car stuff. It's new in our modern era. We never got to see it in supercars era. You know, we we sort of run our own show down here in that regard. so, yeah, it's kind of cool that we do get to go back and do something that, yeah, it's, it's new today, but it's been done yesterday.
3: Well, it has. I mean, I think they certainly paved the way for that sort of thing. They weren't the first Australians to go and race overseas. But when you saw the Grices and the Brocks of the world tackle things like the Spa 24-hour, the European touring car, Moffat in the world touring car, that was, for me, when I was a kid, pretty aspiring stuff. And that's what the Group A formula as a world formula did. Um, it allowed teams to travel and, and sample and race against each other. Uh, we obviously, in Australia, went to supercars, which is very unique and um, individual to this country. Fantastic category and amazing racing. But that international draw card, whilst we went and raced internationally with supercars, you weren't racing against others. So, yep, I went and raced in China, Bahrain, um, Dubai, uh, sorry, Abu Dhabi. Uh, I got to experience that sort of stuff, which was just amazing, New Zealand. Um, but the, Simmons Plains, Tasmania. Simmons Plains, <laughs> um, but then to obviously go and race against the you know, the current crop, the Coronels and the Asconas and those guys mm. um, in their in their cars on their soil, for Ben to go to a country where they don't even speak English, those sorts of things. It's going to be pretty exciting. So. Um, and then I do hope it, it forges a, bit of a path for a lot more young Aussies. We want more young guys in TCR as well. And if they can see a bit of a path through to a career opportunity, then, yeah, it's definitely doable. And
1: anyway, so you're obviously going to need a, um, a full-time podcaster to come and sit with you as you go and do
3: this, obviously. Apparently I need a full-time podcaster, a bag carrier, a, a hairdresser. <laughs> I think we've had a few offers of uh, assistance, which is great. Um, but, yeah, look, it's a, it's going to be um a pretty uh, lean old trip and uh and we're going to really focus on just doing the job racing and bringing it back to the world which is something that um you know we're going to do a, a documentary and, and um and follow ben's journey so we're going to announce that uh and and obviously then people at home get to see what we did and how it worked overseas
1: thank you jason uh awesome family a uh, a great program that they've put together with uh, with Gary Rogers Motorsport and Burson Auto Parts, and we wish them all the best for the season. So um, from two-litre touring cars to big new Gen 3 supercars drivers, Mark Fogarty caught up with uh, two of Tickford's drivers, so second-year driver Thomas Randall. Let's, uh, Let's kick off with him, an old friend of Parked Up, an absolute legend. He'll drive the Castrol Mustang in this year's Repco Supercars Championship And folks caught up with him to see how he was going at Winton.
0: Thomas Randall, welcome back to Parked Up. Well, you're all dressed up here at a very sunny and hot Winton, but nowhere to go. You were hoping to get a run, but uh, Cam seems to have a lock on it today.
4: (laughs) Thanks, folks. Yeah, look, I actually wasn't planning to come here to drive uh, Cam's Gen 3. It was more to help the Super 2 guys. So I've done a few laps in Ali's car. Just to sort of help her out a little bit there, because I guess it's yeah, her, well, both her and Brad's first two days officially with the team for their Super Two campaign. Um, yeah, I remember what that was like. My first days with the team back in 2018, but yeah, they're in our old cars, so got very recent experience with those cars, and yeah, just happens to coincide with uh, the first day of the Gen Three cars for Tickford. So big, big day for the team building oh, having just finished building one of four new gen 3 mustangs so it's a real credit to everyone back at the shop to get the car here and and so far Touchwood, it's run pretty faultlessly
0: well you have been an interested interested observer watching learning talking to cam faultless so far so that's a good sign isn't it oh absolutely i
4: mean i'm sure anytime you build a new car like this you know there's always probably something in the back of your head about it, whether it's reliability or um, I mean, there's just so many moving parts when you, when you build a brand new car. I mean, the last nine years has sort of been a bit different because every time we, we do our first test of the year, we're just sort of going off a car that we've already just been racing um, at, the, at the final round of the year previous. So over the off season, you're more just servicing the car, maybe giving it a birthday, giving it a full clean, you know, all that sort of things. But when you've got to start basically from square one with a whole new uh, ball game, new chassis, uh, componentry, everything. Nuts, bolts, parts, whatever it might be, bodywork. There's uh, yeah, a lot involved. So I think the, the whole team were, were um, yeah, uh, giving everyone high fives when the car went around this morning. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's nice seeing it out there. They're just trying to work through a program now. So um, I mean, the, the prototype cars were never really a, a tuning car. You know, they were more to test components, reliability, all that sort of things. Whereas now we've got our first one out on track, now they're working through different geometries, setup options, all that sort of thing.
0: Well, obviously you can't wait to get in your car, which looks like being early next week. From what Cam has told you so far, what are you expecting once you get behind the wheel?
4: Um, I mean, there's there's a few differences I think already with the with the car. I mean, obviously it's a very different car, but. Um, I guess lack of aero compared to the old cars one big thing. I think he's still just trying to get around a bit of stuff with the braking. Um, I mean, but it's hard because they've been, up to this point of the day, they've been on pretty old rubber, just running through the, yeah, as I said, the reliability stuff. So I think he probably won't get a proper read on it until later this afternoon when, when he puts some better rubber on. Um, and then, then I'll probably ask him then what, what do you reckon? So, but like I said, so far so good. And, I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of guys and girls back at the factory that are flat out, you know, every night. They're there till some nights, 9, 10 o'clock at night. So, a lot of hours for the whole crew. Um, So, you just got to thank them for putting all the hard work in and, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we can repay them with some really good results this year.
0: Last year, you made your mark, showed good signs of promise. This season coming up, this is your year to make a big move, isn't it?
4: I hope so I mean last year they always say it's a rookie year so it's a learning year and you know in the back of my mind you're you're not really thinking about that you're you're more so focused on I just want to do the best job I can every time I go out on the track and what what can I do better how can I improve the way I'm driving this car saving or conserving tyres whatever it might be Um, and yeah last year I felt like we were really getting on top of myself in the car I mean by the last round I mean we were fastest in the first practice session second fastest in the second practice session into our fifth shootout um in a row so yeah it, it was all sort of culminating together really well and then unfortunately I had the, the crash in practice three and that sort of ruined the rest of the weekend the car was pretty bent after that unfortunately and that, that just sort of led to another one of our um you know unlucky races uh, we had quite a few races that didn't go to plan last year. But as I said, that's kind of probably what you expect in a rookie year, but I just want to capitalize on the momentum that we finished the year with. And uh, my engineer, Ray Lau was, him and I were both fresh to you know a full campaign last year. We did the three wild cards in 2021, but to sort of work together full time, that was new for us. And um, I feel like where we're starting this year will be just, yeah, taking off from where we finished in Adelaide last year. So that should be a really good way to start the season.
0: And also, in theory, we won't know for a little while yet, but in theory, Gen 3 is a big opportunity, isn't it?
4: Well, absolutely. I mean, all the cars are, you know, the same, supposedly. So um, that's going to be really good. And I mean, I've never driven a brand new race car before um, in in, in my supercars career. So that's going to be, that's going to be pretty cool for me. Um, But the other beauty is we've got such great teammates as well. So I think having a four car team we can all try different things and and sort of see what what works best for whether it's Cam, JC, Declan or myself. And uh, that should really help us, especially for when we go to the tricky tracks like Newcastle, you know, that's gonna be a tough weekend, I think, Uh, but by having four cars, that's really gonna help speed up the process of just getting on top of the car around that track and hopefully we come out swinging.
0: And you've now got a bank of experience that I would suggest means that if you get even a sniff of a win you know what to do to take that opportunity don't you
4: i mean i hope so i mean you know i've won a few races and championships in my career um never a supercars race or a supercars championship but that's obviously the the goal is to is to try and win a supercars championship i mean you can't underestimate the competition i mean it's so bloody hard to try and win a race um so yeah look we'll, we'll just do what we can and I'd love to come out strong this year. I mean, certainly 2013 when the car, the future car was introduced, it was quite an interesting year with different winners. So let's let's hope that this is the same for, for 2023.
0: Well, it's certainly going to be very interesting to see how it turns out, not only for you, but really for everyone.
4: I think it's, you know, it's certainly an exciting time for the category. I know people have been saying that up and down pit lane over the summer and uh, it might not have been as exciting for all the crew that have had to unfortunately built all these cars put so many bloody hours in but um i mean the finished product really is beautiful um so yeah it's it certainly looks more like a um mustang now than what the old car did but um yeah look forward to driving it and i just hope that we have close racing up and down the field some really good battling you know that's at the end of the day we're here for the fans without them we you know we wouldn't be racing and um, as a, I guess as a motorsport fan myself, whenever I'm watching other racing, you just love seeing action. So um, let's hope we can give the
1: fans plenty of action. There you go. Thank you, Thomas, a uh, one of the absolute best guys in the sport, the biggest smile in Supercars, I reckon. Uh, someone who has also got a big smile is Declan Fraser. He, oh, we, I guess he, his smile is uh, probably bigger than what it usually is because. Only a few months ago, he probably didn't think he was going to be a supercars driver, full-time anyway, and now he is, and he's going to drive a fourth Tickford Mustang. He replaces Jake Kostecki, and an awesome opportunity for him after winning the Super 2 title last year and doing some pretty good things in the uh, Bathurst 1000 uh, as part of the 888 wildcard. So big pressure. How's he finding life at Tickford? Here is Fogues
0: with Declan Fraser. Declan Fraser, welcome to Parked Up. Well, you must be pretty excited to at last see a Tickford Racing Mustang race car in the flesh. See it and hear it.
5: Yeah, well, firstly, thank you for having me back on. Um, It's pretty cool. It's, I guess, a lot of hard work has gone into it. And the guys guys and girls have been working countless hours to make sure that We got our first car out rolling, and yeah, to be here on the first test day is yeah, it's pretty special to see him out there going around.
0: You must have been itching to get out there. That didn't happen though. Um, I guess probably maybe next week.
5: Yeah, like um, um, the main objective for the team was to get one car just to make sure we could get all the finer details out of the way and make sure that they were running properly so um, today was Cam's car and we're making sure that everything's he's sort of sorting out all the problems for me when my car's ready so yeah I guess uh, in the next couple of weeks I'll be jumping in my car a couple of times and we've got the Sydney launch day as well for supercars so it's gonna be plenty of track time before Newcastle.
0: A bit of a surprise that you're in the main game this year a big chance what are you expecting from yourself this year?
5: yeah it's um yeah like I said it is a bit of a surprise at the end of last year I was um after winning the title I was sort of not disappointed but I was really hoping to make that next step up into main game and then when Tickford came to me probably four weeks after and just said it could be a possibility and they seen what we were able to do throughout the season and especially in Adelaide and said we really appreciate if you came with us and yeah it was something that I could never turn down when a team offers you something based on performance it's um yeah it's a very special feeling and I think getting back to the second part of your question we've seen a lot from a rookie this year which was Brock so I think rookies this year have got an even better chance with the new cars so my main objective is like every other drivers to get on the podium and I think that'd be pretty cool just to be inside the top 10 as much as possible and hopefully snag a podium here or there that's a uh, main objective
0: I mean obviously winning the Super 2 title is a, is a big thing but really it was your performance with Craig Lowndes at Bathurst that well I'd say sealed the deal don't you think
5: yeah I, um, I had a really good run there obviously we topped the I guess the history books of highest ever finisher but Outside of just the on-track stuff, I think it was really good for me as a personal growth thing just to learn so much of what Craig had to offer and what the team had to offer as well. So I think that was probably a little bit what other teams could see in us moving forward and yeah, Tickford seen it and I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be partnering up with someone like Trady and Tickford and um, it's yeah, it's going to be really exciting.
0: You're a personable young bloke. Did you learn much from Craig Lowndes about being a personality? And do you want to become that sort of personality in supercars?
5: Yeah, definitely. I think um, the, the more personality in the field, the better, I think. And I was really grateful that my parents, from a very young age, pushed me into, well didn't push me, but challenged me into more difficult situations publicly and to make make I guess build my character and stuff so I'm really grateful for my parents for making that effort back when I was young to build the person I am today and owe uh, everything to them and then to go to Bathurst with the legend of the sport and be able to just sit there I guess and observe everything that he does not only on the track with the team but with all the fans that come out to support us like they are what make our sport and that's what keeps us going half the time so I think um, having that to sort of lean on and look at it was yeah, I think it was a money but can't buy experience.
0: Many of the uh, let's call them old pros in the main game well, they tend to give it out to rookies and uh, so I'm just wondering how do you think coming in full-time season how are you going to go in the in the in the rough and tumble the, they're going to try and intimidate you
5: yeah that's fine i just uh just want to stay consistent really like they can they can try they like but i mean i find myself pretty mentally strong i've done a lot of work mentally especially during the super two season halfway through the season with um with bathurst and adelaide coming out they were probably the two highest pressure situations i've been in my life so um i feel like i'm pretty mentally strong in that department and i mean yeah it's always going to happen as part of racing the intimidation so we'll just stick to what we do best and go out there and race and give it back to them
0: Declan, thanks for your time and good luck for the coming season.
5: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
1: And yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how uh, Declan goes in amongst a, uh, a pretty competitive Tickford lineup for 2023 in amongst a pretty competitive and unknown 2023 repco supercars championship can't wait for it all to kick off it's only three or four weeks away awesome we're gonna see some uh who knows what we're gonna see it's gonna be the best okay cool thank you for listening to parked up of course we've got parked up plus on mondays with mark fogarty thanks folks for those couple of nice little pieces that he just did there uh the napa auto parts grassroots racing podcast that comes out every second friday so expect to see one of those very very soon. The uh, the most recent one is with Peter Dane. Now Peter's raced so many things. I remember him for racing HQ Holdens uh, mid nineties, early nineties. That's what uh, that's what I remember. A true grassroots racer and a perfect fit for the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast. And girls on the grid, they're pumping them out too, and they they are kicking goals. You guys need to listen, guys and girls. Of course, need to listen to these girls. Priya and Tanaya are uh, are putting together some really cool, insightful pods. So uh, check that out as well. We've got your podcast covered. uh, But look, in the meantime, have a great week and you'll hear from me next week. You've just listened to another Network Hard Production.